Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Swoey, and joining me tonight, I've got with me um, the co-owner of the all-vegan, made-from-scratch restaurant slash, I, I guess, like, food, like, is it a restaurant technically? Be, like, I mean, like, so yeah, technically we're a mobile restaurant. Like, that's what our, like, our licensing with the the city is yeah sure. okay <laughs> mobile restaurant that specializes mm-hmm. in uh latin and filipino inspired comfort food um i'm excited to talk to them about their uh delicious and wonderful creative endeavor of food i love having guests on to talk about food and the culinary arts so jack thank you so much for joining me tonight well, thank you for having me. I, I appreciate it. Like I said, it's been, yeah, I've been wanting to be on here for a moment. <laughs> yeah, it's been a conversation in the works for like a year or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we got thrown all sorts of curveballs this year. So, yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah I don't need, you know, you kind of just feel like just go day by day right now, you know. Just yeah whatever happens totally well so to start uh how was your day today um uh, my day was really awesome um i've been working on this like kind of zine component for my ophelias and um chase has been working on more an artistic like he's designing some enamel pins So we had a day filled with creativity in those ways, and it's been really fun. Um, And then because it's our slow season and uh, we don't have heat inside of our food truck because it's from 1978 and built out of metal, um, we have side jobs at Vanguard during the week now. And uh, I had training today, and that was a wild, new, fun experience that's where I just came from <laughs> oh sure Dope. so I was learning a, a different menu besides my own and that was wild well that's exciting uh yeah. big shout out to Vanguard mm-hmm. uh, I tried it I'd never tried it until last summer um I was head over heels instantly like it's it is such a like like must try for anybody um mm-hmm. like i tried the duck brat with buffalo tofu and the mushroom poutine and oh, yeah. having that along the beer garden like in bayview was so immaculate um <laughs> well i love vanguard i need to get back there again very soon there yeah they're good people very good people yeah, and don't, yeah, never underestimate all that they do to, you know, totally. yeah. do a lot with sausages. It's wild. Yeah, like who would have thought? So many, so many great takes mm-hmm. on sausage, you know? Well, I'm glad you had a good day. Um, yeah, it's been a great day. Yeah, so uh, Jack, what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity. And so I first met you because um you were working over at caps club you know when shows were a thing remember that you, <laughs> it was you remember a wild sh- time you remember shows <laughs> right right no. 
Yeah. Oh, those yeah. are the days. <laughs> oh, for real. Yeah, I, I miss it so much. But, mm-hmm. but you know, I've, you know, I'm a Cactus Club loyalist, so I'd be there all the time. And uh, good to see you. And I, I like I was like kind of familiar with like what my Ophelia's was. Um, my good friend and former coworker Steve Roach like hyped it up so much. He was like, "Then you have to try my Ophelia's." So I uh, I like found out that it was you know your thing, and uh, um, I remember like I was at Cactus like a year ago. And Kelsey was working the bar and I like asked her, I was like, um, I was like, where is my Ophelia? Is it like around here? Like, I want to try it. And she was like, <laughs> she, she was like, I am obsessed with the fact that you, that you like thought it was like a physical location. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I tweaked out. I was like, oh shit. I didn't realize it was like entirely a mobile thing but yes but i mean this past summer uh i did manage to make it down and uh try uh food yeah i am trying to remember like because you're you're the menu kind of changes frequently doesn't it it changes quite frequently yeah we yeah we're both like we both like have adhd and we just like aside that are just very like wildly creative folks so it's funny because like working at restaurants like our whole life people were like oh no you can't you you can't go in that strong you can't change the menu all the time you can't you know just don't do that and it's funny because both of us are like well whatever we we're gonna do that now and it's funny is that like our folks have adapted like our regulars have adapted to it changing and when we've tried to keep menus now they're like when are you guys going to change the the menu so (laughs) it's been that's been a a really fun part of it is yeah getting to constantly rotate it's and it's it's always something new you know it's I mean it's always a new Mm -hmm. challenge for you as the owner but it's also you know something that you know keeps uh customers and patrons like returning and Mm -hmm. constantly wondering like what you're going to do next and like what the next best thing to try for you is um which i think there's merit to that approach too um which we'll definitely get into oh uh, yes (laughs) in a bit for sure but first jack we'll start with um so you were originally from Milwaukee. I'm not. I'm actually originally from Phoenix, Arizona. Um, I've been in Milwaukee for, I think, nine to, to 10 years now, according to my Facebook memories. That's, I guess, I that's a kept, time hop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much like all to time hop. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, I've been here nine, nine, 10 years now. And it's, I will say it's, taken me that long to adapt to winter slash I'm, I'm still I'm still not adapted like this last snowfall like today we had to leave the house you know to like go to to like this training and I needed to go to the grocery store because I'm trying out some decadent donut recipes for Valentine's Day and I was like oh my god it's so much snow and Chase is like you're fine like just just leave the house <laughs> 
it's still like it's been nine yeah nine ten years and it's still uncharted territory for me that's funny because the guest i had right before you um actually lives in arizona right now and apparently it's about like 70 degrees and they have the screen door open right now yeah (laughs) so (laughs) it is absolutely it's a hellscape a frozen hellscape out this week Mm -hmm. Uh, i i mean i've been in the midwest my whole life and i still dread when this happens too so uh, (laughs) what uh what what brought you here um my family so my dad when i was a young kid well not young but i was like 19 and um he my dad's from mexico and it never really worked out in his favor becoming a citizen here so he just went back to sonora which is like three and a half hours from phoenix where i was from and then during that time my mom and her stepdad got transferred up to wisconsin with his job with the railroad And so I was kind of living on my own in Phoenix and was like, I don't really know what to do. And my mom, you know, was like, oh, you should come see me. And so I moved up here just to try it out. I was like, well, I've never lived in the winter before. Like, I'll just go try it. And I never thought I'd be here, you know, nine, 10 years later. But but like through Cactus Club and like the music community here and the food community, like I've just found such amazing people that. I, I can't leave you know I can't leave now <laughs> get that there there's a lot of pull factors here like mm-hmm. and especially like I, I don't think you can say music scene without saying cactus club because no it's such an essential component of it mm-hmm. most definitely yeah so and how long have you been working at cactus um well like so I don't, I'm not really like there, you know, because of the pandemic, there's not a need for my bartending duties there. Um, But I was there for about four years. And then at the Cooperage, I think for two and a half. So like, like, since they opened, and then got to perform at that space before they opened. So that was that's kind of fun nostalgia, too. Yeah. Love the Cooperage, too. Shout out to Mm -hmm. So I guess, um, Jack, like when, when did you kind of first like s- kind of spark an interest in like the culinary arts? Like were you like much of like um, like a cook when you were younger, like a kid? I would say definitely, but I didn't, I wasn't like one of those like wildly creative kids that was like, oh, I'm going to put Cheetos and cereal and <laughs> peanut butter and jelly and this and that on things like I'm a really like particular like I've always been one of those kids where it's like I don't really like my foods to touch like I don't want them oozing too much thing. So it's really funny is that like I have been but like not in that like stereotypical kid way. Um like I would say like for me it really it happened I would say it didn't really happen to like high school like my family like grew up like my dad and his brother had like brothers had like restaurants in Mexico and bakeries and things like that and I kind of grew up in them and I feel like I took it for granted 
like I was just like oh whatever you know and I didn't and I didn't like a lot of the things because they were too combined for me you know like I, I was a plain Jane kid and so for me it wasn't until like high school or beyond when I was kind of living on my own that I really started to spark an interest of it despite again to like having jobs as like a teenager in kitchens and stuff like that yeah where you like find yourself starting to like voluntarily experiment with flavor and spice and yes yes definitely <laughs> i recently hit that point myself I, hell yeah it's so fun it is yeah always like fun trials like what goes with what i never like i never cooked ever until like college but it wasn't until after college when i'm like no food's like actually fun as fuck you know like i don't mm-hmm. cooking's not a chore like it's actually like you know it could be a hobby if you actually care about it hell yeah so like were you i take it like you were kind of working in like food service at, from yeah. that yeah yeah like my i've only worked in one kitchen in milwaukee and that was actually alam ethiopian village um I worked there. I started working there as a dishwasher during their like vegan lunch buffet. So like the other like funny plot twist to me working at Vanguard right now is it's the very first time I've like handled meat in like over a decade. Like I've been very honest. I'm like, I I can cook the the fuck out of food, but not meat. I actually don't know how to cook it at all. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. That is a really good place too. Mm -hmm. Alum, it's a... I love Ethiopian food. Yeah, they're it's amazing food. Yeah, and they're also super amazing people too. Shout out! Here. Um, uh, <laughs> so I, so I take it you are vegan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. How how long have you been vegan? I've been vegan on and off for like the last like thirteen years. Uh-huh. So yeah, I haven't eaten meat. And probably like the good portion of like a decade or more yeah good for you that's that's dope. Mm-hmm. yeah I, i'm sure that is interesting being at vanguard because it is like such a meat-centric <laughs> kind of uh uh cuisine there but um but i mean they have they have vegan options don't they oh yeah no they have lots of vegan stuff and like the nice thing is that they for like the line cooking kind of like pre-cooked the thing so i was joke. i was like oh it's just like cooking a vegan sausage and they're like huh yeah you know like yeah you're right like it's i was like i just want to make sure i'm not serving anyone rare rare meat you know <laughs> yeah oh yeah, yeah oh that always creeped me out people <laughs> eat rare meat mm-hmm. <laughs> like i mean people but at the same like people that like like to meet well done are just as weird too like mm-hmm. I was always like, you have to find some kind of in between there. In between, yeah. Yeah. I'd love to kind of hear kind of the origin okay. story of myophilias and just sure. where, how it all came to be. Well, so Chase was actually like, Chase and I met, and what was funny is he's from Milwaukee, but was living in Phoenix and then moved back to Milwaukee. And we met at Cactus Club of all places. Um, while I was working and we started dating and then realized that we both had this mutual love for food 
and we would cook together all the time as a couple but like part of our cooking together was we like had our own like vegan meat recipes or cheese recipes and we were kind of like there's really not like a lot of places to get vegan takeout around here you know like there there was like literally like two or three at the time and so we just decided we were like well we're like what if we try doing this and I had been bartending on Sunday nights at Cactus and that was not like the most like Sunday nights are not the most popping time for folks to go to a bar um, and we were trying to think of other programming ideas and things like that and I was like well what if we try making our vegan food and starting to pop up on these Sunday nights and like lo and behold like two pop-ups later this was like a we had like a line out the door it was it really like blew me away um where you know we in like an hour and a half to a couple hours would blow through like a hundred servings or more of food and so that's like the origin story is that we we just we started it as like a pure experiment to see if people would be into it and we had no idea that it would just that it would just explode in the way that it did and we're super thankful for that and it's awesome um but so then from there we were like we need to grow but we we don't you know we were like we don't have any money we're not we don't, we can't just like go buy a building or a restaurant or things like that. Um, so we just kept being a pop-up and we're lucky enough that, you know, it was a thing where bands would ask us to come to their shows and be like, Hey, we're vegan and we're from out of town and we've heard of y'all and we'd love for you to just serve food at our show. And it became kind of, I felt like this movement of sorts too, where bands, bands or you know different artists that were vegan were like I would love to have just a vegan option to show like this plant-based movement that like it's not just like eating sticks and twigs and we can you know all enjoy the food um and so that was kind of how it came to be and then the pandemic happened you know and that was really wild because just like my jobs of bartending are like our business was centered around events of hundreds of people, you know, and that could not happen anymore. So we had to kind of quickly adapt from there and figure out what we wanted to be. And then this opportunity came along to start a food truck. And that was kind of what our goal was, but we hadn't yet found one, but a family friend of ours um, who owns like businesses at seven mile fair happened to like have one that he wasn't really using and he was like if y'all want to borrow my truck he's like it's really old it's 1978 um so you can you can use it and so we started going full-time and working in the food truck and that's yeah kind of our you know things just grew a lot faster than we ever could have anticipated, which is, which is awesome in some ways. And in other ways, it's like, oh, dang, we should have taken our time more or something. I don't know. Um, But it's, it's been great. It really has been. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really been dope seeing like a lot of that um, crossover support from the music scene, but also that how it, intersects with the food scene in Mm -hmm. that way um 
because all like that both forces can encompass the creative scene really the arts yes really and that's definitely important um yeah like um uh someone i dated was like loved my ophelias and i remember like one time like she really wanted to like order food but i think like uh she ordered too late or something like that mm-hmm. she was really crabby for the rest of the night <laughs> oh no yeah but we ended up getting it together after that <laughs> um good 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 yeah so where did the name maya ophelias come from um so maya is chase's mom's name and she's still she's very much a part of Maya Ophelia's like she makes all of like right now we have lumpia on the menu and she rolls and makes all of our lumpia for us um and then Ophelia was my tia um who growing up like taught me how to cook um, and she's no longer with us and so I was like well I'm gonna name it after her because I love her and she's awesome so that's where the name is came from the folks that taught us everything that we know, I guess you could say. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. That's wonderful. Great. Um, awesome. So when you were like um kind of like debuting the the food, like the food, the menu, like kind of what how did you so obviously like it was gonna be vegan, made from scratch, like how did you want like how did you kind of choose like the inspiration that would become the menu? Um, I would say the inspiration for us was it was very organic is that we like growing up being two like first like first generation American kids like our cultures are very intercepted with foods here and like but we didn't see any of that here like present so I mean from everything that we do I would say like a lot of our food like I hate the word fusion but I don't know what other word but it's very like I just feel like it comes from a a very organic place of kids that grew up between different cultures but then through that have learned that there's tons of people here that also grew up just like us but it was you know it's like you can either get traditional food or you can get American food but anything like kind of in between didn't really, you know, it's really hard to find or, you know, it doesn't really exist in like the same way here. Um, So I'd say that's probably, that's probably the biggest, you know, the biggest thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, for sure. Um, That would make sense. Um, We mentioned earlier that the menu, like, you know, alternates a lot, constantly shifts. Y'all are constantly, you know, introducing uh, new items. Um, so I guess what have been like some, like some mainstays, like of myophilia <laughs> that everyone that like, mainstays. yeah, one's staples yeah. that everyone keeps coming back to. Um, the biggest staple that we never knew would be a staple is, is like probably our, our the staple, which is called the trap wrap. Um, it's honestly like, I don't know if I can like say it, but it's our, it's our take on like a crunch wrap. It's a tostada meets a burrito, but we started doing this. Um, our friend Ricky opened up this bar called the mothership. That's really awesome. Big shout and out. Big yes, shout out to the mothership. Big shout out. Yeah. Yes. Like gotta love Ricky. Um, Ricky and Jenica are great. 
but like he was like we both kind of started at the same time and he was like I need something for Tuesday nights and we were like we would love to be there Tuesday nights and we're like what the hell do we do and so we did this this crunch you know this wrap and then it's just every Tuesday we started changing the toppings of it to where it's never the same at all and that became probably our biggest thing now where um now we only we do it on Thursdays and only twice a month um but that's probably our biggest mainstay that and um what's also known as our gravy baby we make this like uh tempura sates like chicken seitan and the cool thing about the gravy baby is if anyone's ever had Jollibee which is like a super popular like Filipino um fast food joint what they're known for is like fried chicken and brown gravy mm. and so it's our take on a classic Jollibee sandwich people like commonly compare it to to KFC but it's our our like our salute to Jollibee and that <laughs> that it's just funny that like these two like fast food like riffs have probably been our two biggest staples of like things that that can't like if they go away people people get upset <laughs> people are like what gives mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah they're like why not and it's like okay okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we we keep them like even our new like our newest brunch menu has a fried chicken and gravy biscuit sandwich just so they can keep their they can have their fried chicken and gravy <laughs> sandwich. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's ideal for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, um, so I guess like, um, how would you describe the menu like right now as it is? Like what's going on right now? Uh, right now we are, so it's kind of funny is that like through this, like through this, this like ever-changing menu is I'd say Chase and I kind of found out like what, our passions are even more through cooking like it used to be just very much we both made all these dishes and now it's like our separate loves kind of go into creating like creating these things and um chase has been really into smoking and he's like i want to be a vegan pit master and so i'm like do it up um but he's been really into smoking banana blossoms Mm. um on and like he yeah like well I don't even I can't even describe it he charcoal mesquite I always call it hickory but it's mesquite god darn it like (laughs) um, yeah Yeah. but it's mesquite smoked banana blossom that goes on too we're doing sandwiches just for the cold months um Mm -hmm. we're keeping it simpler um but we have a lot of smoked banana blossom and I even tell folks like banana blossoms wild because it doesn't taste like banana at all. It has a very malleable taste, but it gets like this like shredded kind of like fatty texture to it through this like smoking process. Um, so that's there. The gravy, the chicken is there. Um, and then, yeah, we're bringing back actually our like very first sandwich that we ever did um when we very first one of our like very first pop-ups also 
Mitch from Taco Moto, who he's also a really awesome and just keep shouting out all these really awesome. Oh, I, lo- I love racking yeah. out the shout outs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but um, Mitch is also super awesome. And he let us take over during like the colder months, a couple of years back, the Taco Moto truck for my Ophelia is just again to try it out. And it was really awesome. But we did this uh, Filipino style Philly cheesesteak, chicken Philly cheesesteak sandwich. Word. Um, it's really good. It has uh, pickled papaya on it, fried chicken, and this echiote butter. But that's the new menu. Yeah, it's just it's all sandwiches and then brunch on Sundays. Um, and then I've been really honing in on my bakery. I actually got my start from cooking comes from a bakery. My very first ever job was in a bakery. Um, so I, I love sweets. I'm a sugar fiend. So I make lots of donuts and pastries and stuff. And you find those on Sundays too. Love that. Love to see yeah. that. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Hope. That's, that's wonderful. I, I admire like you're kind of going like for sort of like the, the simple, like, you know, not super complex, uh, approach right now in these cold months, because yeah. especially when like, um you know this time of year like comfort is so important you know in in every Immensely. sense of and that include like you know there's something just so comforting about a sandwich because it's like you know it's so structured you mm-hmm. know and that's interesting because I've definitely like been craving a lot more like sandwiches and like burgers <laughs> lately right like you, know? you don't realize it till you say yeah. It. yeah 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 like I'm not really in the mood as much for like you know melting pots of things like mm-hmm. it's you know I, I think and couple that with uh just how chaotic like this past year has been you know a good sandwich is much desired right now yes <laughs> I must say so uh, yeah I guess like so how did like when when COVID hit like when all that like you know obviously altered all of our lives um yeah like how did it kind of like what did you have to do um as my Ophelia is to kind of like continue business but do it you know responsibly and still efficiently right now you know that was and I, that was the hard part. And I think that's been the hard part for a lot of businesses is that it was just, it was a lot of the unknown and not really, not really knowing what exactly you should be doing, but knowing like what your gut was telling you, you should do. And it was a like the thing I feel like in the very beginning, cause like we, we started in service like right after like the initial quarantine because we like we just didn't have a choice with like being without jobs and stuff like that and so it was just a lot of kind of you know day by day like things would change and you know just needing you know and folks needing to understand that like you know we're no longer a 24 7 we're all available it's just a we gotta listen to the world right now and see what we should do um and yeah so it was just a lot of learning like about contactless and stuff like that which was hard for us because a lot of 
our initial stuff was was an experience you know and an in-person like much like a band would play a show like we would you know like compliment like it was a very artistic expression and so just figuring out a lot of it was figuring out how to create that experience at home for folks still because we didn't want to just give people food that they just ate and we're like okay just ate my Ophelia's like we wanted them to like have those feelings associated with it still um and that's I think still even you know currently like as we go through these like highs and lows of everything going on right now like how we keep all the, the, that momentum alive for everyone, you know, because food is just such like a positive, like healing thing for everyone. So, you know, just knowing that like your sandwich, you know, might make someone's day and how to go about that, you know? Oh my God. Yeah. Totally. Like Jack, I, I can't like, I'm not even kidding. Like food has been, my I mean music too definitely music yeah like that's always been like a huge thing for me too but food has been one of the biggest um like sanctuaries for me in this time like when I got my unemployment last summer um even though it took like fucking three months um (laughs) it was horrible but after I got that money like I decided I'm gonna try all the things on my list that I've been waiting to try like really discover like Milwaukee's rich and vast you know food scene of you know all of these wonderful and exquisite places that are just have such delightful and worldly values in their menu and in their you know in their mission and uh, I like and for that reason like I found like such great places to patronize like in the future um and uh, and it's it's so important you know when you think of supporting your artist friends you also got to think about supporting the small you know coffee shops and Mm -hmm. pop-up restaurants and you know places that you really want to see on the other side of oh heck yeah this shit so um so yeah uh that being said, what is Myophilia's like current operation right now? Uh, our current operation right now is we are just gonna do uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday service. We were doing from nine a.m. to nine p.m., but again, like it's just way too cold inside of the truck, so we're doing from three to seven on Friday and Saturdays, and then from nine to two on Sundays. And then outside of that, we're working on, um, I make tamales. My other obsession is like wild tamale fillings. Um, I like, so we've been wanting to start like a tamale delivery, like to folks and then doing other things like people like, like just like the fried chicken. So we've thought about like making freezer ready, like, so people can prepare, you know, staples of ours at home, but deliver them. So we're going to work on that for the cold months, probably. So it won't be as full time with food, but we'll still give like folks opportunities to have that experience again and make the food at home. Sweet. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll definitely be tagging uh, the restaurant so uh, folks can uh, check out what y'all are doing. Uh, And then... um, 
two more two more things I wanted to bring up. So first is more of a question about the operation. So like you and Chase, like I guess how do you ba- how do you like kind of balance, you know, like who does what? Like do you are both of y'all like kind of like specialized in certain ways or do you both do a little bit of everything? We're definitely specialized in certain ways and like and it's just like sometimes when I think about it like it's wild like we like we live together we have a family of five animals together and we're the sole owners and employees of this business together (laughs) and like we're just we operate in such a balance that is so cohesive and a lot of it I feel like is is almost nonverbal at this point because we know each other so well, but it's it's just wild how we do it. But I would say he's definitely like the meat and cheese specialist. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like the saucier, like baked goods and sides, like specialist, I would say, you know, but yeah. So it's very like, because people it was funny in the beginning because people knew me only as being like a bartender, but knew Chase from working in kitchens, like at Odd Duck and Vanguard and stuff. So they, they were all like, Oh, you just take the orders. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like we, it's a very like symbiotic, like awesome thing that flows together here. <laughs> I can tell, he, he has, he's like the Wisconsin part of it the the meat yep. and cheese you know mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah and i make yeah like the salsas and stuff. yeah yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome well it's like funny too because like when i like first moved here like i was telling him i was like i didn't really know anything about cheeses you know and he's even introduced me like to cheese and stuff and and i was not like i remembered like there's a picture of it somewhere like but i made him a sandwich when we started dating and it was awful it looked horrible like I sliced the baguette like the total wrong way and put everything like it just it looked like a nightmare to eat and <laughs> like I've come a long way even in my learning yeah. of like midwestern Wisconsin <laughs> yeah yeah that's funny yeah oh man cheese is like yeah it it has shaped so much of our cravings here in the midwest that's for sure mm-hmm. um the last thing I wanted to ask is, of course, um, kind of what uh, your uh, continued goals are with myophilias uh, in the coming year. I mean, obviously, as you know, it's yeah. very clear that everything is still kind of up in the air right now. But, you know, hopefully as, you know, the vaccination rolls out, you know, like things will maybe start opening up a little bit more like safely mm-hmm. uh, by the end of this year. So I guess like, yeah, what do you, what, what, what's on your mind right now with like the future of myophilias and what you want to do? The future I think is definitely um, just keeping like still making food and whether or not like we get a building and try to like, and try to incorporate community in that way. Um, we were starting to do like before, the pandemic happened too we were starting to do a lot of like classes with like the Milwaukee Public Library and stuff like that and um so I'd say like our goal is to just to, is to expand and not necessarily like we don't ever really want to be a restaurant but if anything it's like myophilias becomes a store 
or my Ophelia's becomes a community, you know, a space where it's like we're a kitchen for our food truck and then we create classes or, you know, community events at the area as well. But just continuing to grow in that way and like build, you know, building community and moving forward. <laughs> I love that. As we're closing out here, uh, tell me what keeps you up at night? Oh, I don't even know. <laughs> storms. The storms keep you. The storms. Storms and asleep. spiders. It's so <laughs> silly. I'm very basic in that way. That's. Fun. I get. I have like. I don't know. I have reoccurring storm dreams, and those those have been keeping me up at night lately. I do too, actually. Like I used to be really scared of storms when I was a kid. And I still like have storm dreams to this day. It's it's fucked up. Those mm-hmm. storms are fucked up. They're fucked up. They're fucked yeah. up. Uh, what puts you to sleep? Um, jazz. <laughs> A good one. Yeah, it's jazz. Well, jazz is great for that. Um, thank you so much again, Jack. Uh, thank you. I appreciate. It. You're welcome. Um. For everyone watching, uh, check out my Ophelia's delicious, wonderful, uh, uh, vegan, made from scratch, Latin, Filipino inspired comfort food. Um, uh, yeah, I'll be tagging a link to their website so you can check it out and uh, hit them up for your weekend uh, culinary endeavors. And we look forward to seeing what they'll do in 2021. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. I'll see you next time. Thank you.